And welcome to the Daily Dose, part of the Afro Dojo podcast. I'm your no BS entrepreneur, your host, your keynote speaker, and mentor. And today, show and talk about the importance of having a framework when you're scaling a business. Let's roll into the show. The Daily Dose is your daily insight into the world of entrepreneurship, where I share my very best secrets to help educate you on building a six-figure business. Each day, I share secrets on entrepreneurship, business, and marketing. So strap yourself in for your Daily Dose from your no-bias entrepreneur, Afro Duritu. Now, for the first two years in my business as a personal trainer, I didn't have a framework. I even remember looking back recently a leaflet we designed and literally said eight week challenge. That was it. That's all it said. And there's a rough framework, but it was mainly two personal training sessions a week um, and a supermarket tour. And that was kind of the gist of it. So it was, had a, a loose framework and that did okay in the beginning. But I soon began to realize throughout the years in business that that was not a scalable model because it didn't have a structure. It didn't have a, think about the best frameworks in the world, like seven habits, of highly effective people. It's got seven key steps, eighth habit, there's an eighth habit as well. Uh, if you think about any teachings like Maslow's hierarchy of needs, there's kind of step-by-step framework around it. If you think about, um, there's a guy called Jim Quick who has a framework around, um, it's all about mindset and motivation and all those key aspects um, to you know, memorize things, to build an unstoppable mindset, to create a business model around, etc. You've got um, the Wolf of Wall Street with the straight line system. He talks about quite a lot. You have you have all these people who are doing really well and really successful in business have some kind of model or structure. Now, you need to have a framework to put people in and a process through it because essentially what a framework is is a way of teaching, but it's consistent. So you have, like for me, it's a six-figure challenge. So there's a step-by-step process. There's six key triggers to build a foundation for a six-figure business. Now, that already sounds more appealing than I'm a business coach, yes or no. So you need to have some kind of structure in your business that makes it scalable and that allows you to teach as well. It's very, very important. So for the first two years, I just didn't have it in our business. It wasn't something I thought about, knew about, discovered. I knew nothing about it. And it's only when I started to do like professional speaking academy and listen to reading uh, .com secrets and seeing what other people had and, and thinking, right, there's something here. There's, and you, that's how you learn. You learn by listening to podcasts like, like myself where I'm teaching you and showing you these things. But it's a key thing that most people miss out. So think of a normal, typical coach, for example. They normally charge per hour. And that's okay to an extent. But is it scalable? Are you normally charging enough? Because if it's not scalable, you're not charging enough, then it's not really a business model you can, you can keep going with. You get to a point where you're going to run out of time, essentially. And you start changing your time for money which means you can only have a, you know, 10 people can be serviced a week because 10 clients one-on-one per week is quite intense if you've ever done one-on-one coaching back-to-back. But if you've got a model, a structure, or framework, it fits in and sits in, you can then start to think about how can I like pre-record some education beforehand. And then you can start to send people through like a ladder of, you know, we call it a value ladder, but essentially through products or services where they become a one-on-one client. And this is what you do. So you distance yourself from the one-on-one stuff. You make that more high level. And then the, the way they come into your world is like done for you, done with you kind of business models. But I'll get into that another day. But that's what you need to have in your business to make it scalable. So I've written three important things here. So the first thing is it makes it unique to you. So you have a unique brand, like I mentioned before, around seven habits of highly effective people. Russell Brunson's got 
dot-com secrets. He's got secrets for everything. <laughs> and that makes it very curious. It makes you, you want to be part of his world. Um, you've got all these business. Um, it's Craig Bannantyne, who's part of um, the Empire podcast. He's got the Bannantyne method. So you've got all these people got methodologies and you've got Precision Nutrition, which is a guy called John Barati. He's huge if you're into nutrition and fitness. He, he gets, he keep, educates coaches on how to coach, essentially. So he's making a lot of money through that model. So all these models and structures help with that key thing, make you unique, make you stand out. Don't be a normal business coach like everyone else or a normal personal trainer or consultant. It's boring anyway. It's just, it's just plain boring so nobody's going to be engaging that and it doesn't add any value to the marketplace. So number two is structure for teaching. So you need, it helps you form a structure. So it helps you make it easier to teach. Now, Farah has discovered this recently. So Farah's got the Anti-Diet Accelerator program. So she's launched that two weeks ago. So it's one of her steps in a value like that. And in that point, she realized something that she doesn't want to teach the way she used to. She used to teach one-on-one and one-to-many, but it'd be more like, reactive to the situation so they might go what's your problem you're struggling with and they go well i seem to be snacking a lot blah 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 and it goes down a certain path then fire will adjust and tweak her coaching accordingly that's great in the moment for one-on-one high-level clients but when you're at the the lower end if you like and you're not making much money that can be quite time consuming like i mentioned plus it doesn't really lend or take anyone on a journey it just means you're solving a problem in that moment and all you end up doing is solving little 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 problems over time but if you have a framework to teach people in, so she's creating like a 12-step type framework with four fundamental, I think it's five or no, six fundamental pillars, that allows her to make it easier to teach. So she goes, right, what am I teaching today, essentially? Okay, I'm teaching about sleep. Then she's got a topic to talk about, and that makes it a lot easier. So it's easier on the, the person coaching it or teaching it or mentoring it. It's easier for them to, to deliver that content because it's structured, so it's not too loose. Because when you get loose, you just go off on a random tangent. Now, in this podcast, if I start talking about, I don't know, uh, fitness and squatting or, I don't know, food or my vacation or, you know, my dog being sick, that is often a random tangent. And that's what can happen when there's no structure. It gets very loose and it goes down a a random road and you you don't get any value out of it because it's not focused. So you can get focused. It helps you to teach that in an easy way. And number three, one of the most important things and why you're listening to this is it's scalable. So if you've got a model on a framework, as I said before, you can do a video course around that. You can create a book around that. And these are things I've learned over the last few years. First two years, I didn't know nothing about this. Now I know it. I'm like, right, we can implement this. We can do that. And that will help us scale Farah's business. And then it helped us scale my business too. Because I've got certain teachings and frameworks around that. So it's scalable. So I can put that online in a course. I can then have an event around that. I can then do one-on-ones around that i can then do um, masterminds around that i can then do write a book around that so it, it lends to so many different areas and and ways of teaching all right so then people begin to understand you and they there's a thing called heuristics where you begin to understand like it's called a mental shortcut so you start to form mental shortcuts so when you think of like tony robbins for example you may think a motivational speaker that might be your thing for him Les Brown, motivational speaker, Gary V, social media. So you already put people into brackets. So you want to be known for a good thing. Like I don't want to be known as Afro the personal trainer anymore. I've pivoted from that and I moved into this. So I want to be known as Afro the entrepreneur, the nobius entrepreneur. So I will then make sure that I talk about those topics and things until you make a mental shortcut and think, right, this is what Afro is about. He's about a six-figure challenge and he delivers the foundations of that on his six-figure challenge program. And then Farah wants to be known for her anti-diet movement, if you like. So 
that lends better for branding, for awareness, for it, it's it built you build an asset essentially out of it. And and that's what it is a digital asset. You can make it a physical asset as well, books and cups and mugs and t shirts. But it creates an asset and a brand around. It. And that's what like if you think of Apple, they have certain ways of doing things. Their phones look similar, their MacBooks look similar, and it creates a brand awareness and it creates loyalty to that brand. It makes it sticky and people want to stay. And that's what business is all about. So if you can create that model, it takes time and effort. So it's not a Sunday afternoon, you write something on a piece of paper. This is you doing the research. I mentioned in previous ones. So who's your ideal client? What do they want out of your business? And then you think about what steps it takes to get them there. You think about what you, how you learned it or earned it. You share that experience. And then you go through that process. You tell stories. You break beliefs. There's so many different components to it. And then you, to, then you market that message. And then you have to tweak the message, change the message. But the fundamentals are if you can get something that resonates with your audience and it's catchy and it sounds great, that is what's going to excel your business. Cool. Hope that makes sense. If it was useful, you let me know. If you're watching live now in the comment section, and if you're listening on podcasts, because this is a podcast show, give it a screenshot, give me a tag, A-F-R-O-N-D-I-R-I-T-U, Afro-Diritu, and you'll find this podcast show on Apple, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you normally listen to your podcast. And as I like to say at the end of every podcast show, take control of your life before it takes control of you. Woo! Thank you for listening to today's Daily Dose. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please consider giving a five-star review. We need to stop the car, stop walking the dog, stop eating breakfast, and scroll down on iTunes right to the bottom and just write a five-star review. I'd really appreciate your feedback on today's episode. And I'll catch you guys in tomorrow morning's Daily Dose. Right, go write the review, man. You know it makes sense. <laughs>